Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hey, Team Embolden. So I have had a big week. Um, Not all good, actually. A lot of pretty hard stuff to walk through. Um, My last episode details sort of the hardest thing that I faced in this last week. But there was also a shooting in Boulder, Colorado that took several people's lives at a grocery store. And when I found out about this news, I saw someone comment on a Facebook post with the news article and it said, my son said, well, the world is back to normal. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks that this is what we we all know as normal now and our kids know no different. And to be totally honest with you guys, I as a mom have had fear as I've walked through Costco on a busy Sunday or I've walked through the grocery store the day before Thanksgiving fear that something like that could or would happen while my loved ones and I were shopping around the grocery store with members of our community. Now, I know that we're not supposed to live our lives in fear. And as a Christian, I do my best to live by that example, to try not to worry about things that are outside of my control and to protect my loved ones and myself as much as I can, while also remembering to live life and to get out into the world and touch other people's lives and be involved in my community. Nevertheless, in addition to this pandemic that we're coming out of, sort of, I think a lot of us are carrying a lot of heavy burdens and a lot of us are living in fear as we don't know what's coming next and we're sort of afraid to wait for that to come. Now I say that with laughter, but I really don't mean it with real laughter. It's more of like this sarcastic energy that I can't believe the world that we live in and how scary of a place that it really can be. So tonight I met my husband and three of our children at a local family-owned business for dinner. And it's a very small place. It was pretty packed. There were a lot of to-go orders and there were probably about 30 people in the main area of this small restaurant. We had only been sitting there for just a few minutes and had just ordered our food and were waiting for it to come out when a gentleman kind of burst through the door with a lot of commotion and he's yelling at someone who's in the parking lot and it took a second to understand what was going on but we quickly understood that he was yelling at two young men who were getting out of a vehicle that was parked in a handicapped spot now he was saying things like you should be ashamed of using your mom and dad's handicap sticker and a whole lot of profane things that I can't repeat on this show. He was calling them lazy bleeps and telling them everything that's wrong with their bleeping generation. Truly, the words that I speak right now cannot accurately describe for you, the listener, how out of control this man was and the profanities that were coming out of his mouth while screaming at these two young men. Now, I would say these two young men were between the ages of 18 and maybe 25. Shortly after the man who was screaming profanities entered the building, these two gentlemen walked in after him. And it was very clear immediately as soon as you saw one of the kids that he did indeed have a pretty serious physical disability. Now, immediately when they walked in, the other kid who was able walked up to the man at the front counter and said, I think you owe my cousin an apology. The man was dismissive and rude and would not make eye contact. He started flipping the young man off and continued saying profanities at them. Within a few short moments, a woman who was standing next to the counter, just a patron of the restaurant, started telling the man that he owed this young gentleman an apology and started telling him that he is physically disabled 
and that he is very, very wrong about the things that he had said to him. He then turns with almost as much heat towards this woman, again, flipping her off, calling her profanities and saying all kinds of things that you would not say to anyone. Now, I have to tell you, the courage that rose up in this woman was unbelievable. She was a petite woman, and he was a very large and angry and aggressive man. And she stayed on him in a way that was also not nasty and offensive, but just very matter-of-fact, very consistent, and very defending of this young man. Now, in addition to that woman, another woman walked up next to the guy and said, I have known this young man my entire life, and he almost died when he was in elementary school. You have no idea what he's been through in his life. All of the people that stood up to him, all three of them, got the same middle fingers, the same nasty, nasty words spewed at them. And this man refused to look around him to see that he was not only wrong, but was actually making the situation so much worse than it needed to be. Now, this entire interaction probably lasted close to 15 minutes as both parties that were in the initial conflict were in the location still, and the two other women who confronted this man were also still in the building. And we all started exchanging information. A lot of people in there actually knew this guy, and nobody was really being that quiet about it. So although there weren't other people necessarily standing up to him, it became very clear that the community was rallying around this, that we were going to make sure people knew what he had just done and do whatever we could as a community to inform other people in the community of this man who is clearly unhinged. The first woman who stood up to him asked if someone would get his phone number as it was listed on the back of his jacket along with a company name. And she said, I'm gonna call your boss. And he said, go ahead, be my guest. He was so callous and did not care at all at how he was acting, even though he has a business in the very community that we live in. I happily took down the number and as I was giving it to the woman who initially stood up to him, she said, you are trembling. My hands were shaking. I could hardly hold my cell phone. And I realized in that moment that the fear coursing through me was completely involuntary. Initially, when he burst into the building, there is a fear that someone has a gun. There is a fear that someone is going to start shooting because that is not normal commotion. And then it switched and it switched to me being someone who talks about people who leave labels behind them, who talk about bullies, who talk about people who tag other people to make themselves feel better. People who tag other people because of assumptions and judgments that they have no understanding of. And this man was not only doing that, I've actually never seen anything quite like this. He was tagging people in a way that I've never experienced. And I can't imagine what this young man who has a physical disability felt in that moment. I can't imagine how many times in his life he has had to remove crap that people have said to him to tear out the tags that are slapped on his back because of something that he had no control over that happened to him in his life. Now, amongst this man's tagging and his relentless, hateful speech, he kept saying that he was in Vietnam and was shot during the war. Now, I don't know if that's true or false. I don't know if that's where his pain is coming from. But what I did notice is that he did not have a handicap sticker on his car. He was not upset with these two young men because he wanted to park in the spot that they took. 
In fact, there were two handicapped parking spots in front of this restaurant. So even if he did, these two young men would have not been part of what interrupted his day. So think about this for a moment. This man was so upset by these two kids who were simply parking and this whole entire event happened because of that. Now, this is a perfect example of how you can be a target to someone else's crap for no reason, literally zero reason. They parked their car and hadn't even gotten out of the car before they were attacked by this man. Now, on a completely other note, I believe when we label people, we really hinder what is going on in them. And I have to, as a human, take a second to think, what kind of hurt is that man carrying around inside of him? That that's how he needs to go about his life and treat other people. Because I will tell you that I've done this long enough to see that when people act like that, when they tag other people and when they leave their crap behind them, it has more to do with them and less to do with the person that they are attacking. There are so many words that I would love to use to describe this episode, but I think the tag that I am working on removing for this week as I end cap 10 days, actually, that have not been very fun, is the tag fear. There is fear all around me in a lot of different ways. And I think that sometimes we can have fear with regards to failure and we can have fear with regards to success if we wanna start something new or chase a dream. But this is just pure fear. Pure fear of going to the grocery store, of sitting at a restaurant with your family, of going to a movie theater, or even simply sending your kids to school. Now, I personally do not have a way to release myself from my fear by just tearing up a tag, as I normally would with a lot of the things that I face and a lot of the things that I overcome. In fact, one of my dear friends, Lauren Wood, helped bring me to Christ several years ago. And the only way that I know how to get fear out of my system is to give it to God. And so if you are not a Christian, I respect the labels that you wear, but for today, I'm going to read you a Bible verse because this is the only way that I know how to release myself from fear. It is do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. If you are wearing the tag fear lately, I see you, I understand what you're going through, and I am there with you. I realize that these last couple of days have been super heavy episodes, and I promise you tomorrow will be much lighter. I hope you've enjoyed this message, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.